So hello and welcome to Local Legends, the summer special. My name is Hannah and I am the business development executive at Superhog, the digital trust platform that enables hosts, operators and guests to confidently transact transact in the short term and vacation rental space. Um, so this series will highlight local property managers of legendary status from different countries around the globe and explore what their beloved country has to offer guests. So I'm delighted to have with me today Alicia Karpetsky from Welcome to France in Paris, France. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, how, Hi Hannah. How are you? <laughs> I'm good Hannah, thank you for having me. That's great. So it'd be really nice to just open it up with um, telling us a little bit about Welcome to France. Uh, yeah, we are a very small uh, family owned business that handpicks select apartments um, in the best and safest areas of Paris. Um, Welcome to France has actually been operating for over 20 years now, and uh, I've been with the company for over 10. So you've got loads of experience then, <laughs> lots of experience in Paris. So if anyone wants to go there, you're the person to, to connect with, I guess. You know yes. <laughs> and have you been, have you been, I'm guessing you've been to Paris many times yourself? Uh, yes, I actually um, spent most of my life in Paris. I, I am American, but um, I did study and work there um, for over 12 years. So. Um, I feel like I know the city inside and out and also from uh, maybe an, uh, an American point of view. Um, so when um, American clients or Canadian clients want to um, have that more personal experience, I feel like I'm able to um, give a little bit more than just the regular person. Yeah, great, because you've been a tourist yourself. So you've been there yeah. so, so many times. That's great. Um, so what's the last 18 months been like for you guys um, and how's it looking now going into the summer? Oh man, 18 months. I mean, part of me is like, oh, that seems so like short <laughs> of a time. But at the same time, I'm like, man, it could have been like five years. It just, it, it was a very long 18 yeah. months. Um, but, you know, we're super eager to uh, move on post pandemic and welcoming tourists again. Uh, I'm sure you've heard uh, as of uh, June 9th, France mm -hmm. opened its borders again. Yeah. Um, however, during the pandemic, the city uh, took advantage and basically killed short-term rentals. So when you're that vacationer looking for a short-term rental property, um, it's exceedingly difficult, not to mention for uh, property management companies like ourselves. Yeah. So, so those uh, vacation rentals, have they sort of turned into sort of long, longer term lets now? Is that kind of what's happened? Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so I guess you guys have had to think, a like have a different strategy in that, in that respect. You've had to sort of change the way uh, that you're, you're doing business, I guess, in that respect. Yes, so um, we do cater to guests all year round um, for, um, for any type of rental. But we have had to change our strategy and really hyper focus on mid to long term rentals. So that's uh, for people coming for work, um, for study or long term leisure. That's not to say we don't accommodate to short term rentals, but it's just a bit more limited. Yeah, sure. Sure. Normally a seasonal business. Is that normally what happens? Uh, no, we have, um, you know, Paris is is constantly um, in need. So we actually cater to anyone for all year round. So people come for, to Paris for many different reasons. 
Yeah. So um, we have no problem with seasonal. It's we're, we're all year round. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, and what makes your local area so special for visitors? Um, well, Paris, you know, is the city of lights. Um, I've even heard from some the city of love. Mm -hmm. um, each arrondissement or district is different. So each time you visit, you find and explore something new. Mm -hmm. Paris has so much to offer and it can cater to so many different types of people. So whether, uh, you know, you want that jam-packed schedule of sightseeing or, um, you know, you're more laid back and uh, just want to chill at one of the numerous parks or go people watching at one of the thousands of cafes uh, in Paris. And then for those who want to do uh, a mini getaway, the efficient RER and trains can take you to um, Disneyland, Monet's Garden, uh, the Palace of Versailles, and then even further to Brittany, Normandy, um, and even the Champagne region. Well, it's and sounds so much that there is to do there. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been to Paris for years, probably from when I was a small child. So, um, you know, for me going there, um, I, I mean, it sounds fantastic. I, I mean, also you've got things like fashion in Paris is oh, yeah. a real thing, isn't it? And the shopping, and I'd love to go there for that. Um, I bet there's been less proposals this year or than the last 18 months in Paris, because that's a big thing, isn't it? Up the Eiffel Tower. Um. Yes. Well, <laughs> so a lot of it was closed um, during the pandemic, but things are starting to go back to normal, whatever normal is. So uh, museums, um, other tourist attractions are opening. Like a, I know Disneyland opened not too long ago. They were the last of the Disneylands to open uh, mm -hmm. throughout the world. So um, since the borders have been open, more and more people are coming back, Yeah, um, which is great. And people don't realize Paris is actually a really small city. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually walk from one end to the other in about three hours. So um, you know, if you prefer not to take the public transportation or avoid the traffic, uh, walking is always uh, a great idea. Great. It's, uh, it honestly sounds great. Uh, I mean, when are, we're allowed to travel to France, <laughs> I'd love to be able to go take like a mini break there. Um, I think it would be great. Um, so if I was to come, um, what would you recommend a visitor do if they had 24 hours to go there? <laughs> I always find this question very hard to answer. I, I personally prefer to converse with the guests to get a feel of what they're like uh, and what they like to do. And then I can best recommend what to see and how to go about it. I, I love planning. Uh, I love being efficient. I would often create itineraries for guests, some of them vague and some of them literally to the hour. Um, <laughs> I enjoy creating my life. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoy creating these unique experiences for my guests, even when they're returning guests and creating a new experience for them each time. So to answer your question in a general manner, uh, if I don't know the guests or their expectations, and of course, I, I would recommend the staples such as the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre Museum um, and the Notre Dame whenever it opens up again. Yeah. I also include the best ways to get there um, so uh, and how to get in. So, you know, a secret entrance or the best times to go without being overwhelming. Um, and then my favorite part is I would recommend where to eat. Um, you know, Paris is also very well known for its cuisine and wine. Um, I would make reservations for my guests to select restaurants that aren't so known in the touristy uh, industry. 
and make sure they get the like quote unquote VIP treatment. Um, so when guests talk about their stay, I think uh, what really creates the memories is that unique experience they had. You know, they'll talk about the sites they saw, but, but to get that personal touch is what makes the difference. Yeah, and that's a service to, that you're bringing. I mean, I've been to many places and not probably dealt with property managers like you where you know everything. And I wish, wish I had because I've been to places like I've been to Rome and I just for some reason couldn't find like the right place to eat the food that I wanted to, to eat. And I always say this with my partner now, like he said, oh, I found these really cool places to eat when I went. And I was like, well, why did I not find any? So like next time I need to book with a property manager like you guys that actually <laughs> do stuff and have that personal touch because I'm clearly missing out. Um, but yeah, it sounds, it sounds, your service sounds so great. Um, so you. just so describe summer in your region in general summer in paris is a lot of fun i mean all the cafes uh with outdoor terraces are are full from basically open to close and then specifically for this summer um the city actually permitted cafes uh to block numerous streets throughout each district in the city um, mm -hmm. to accommodate for more outdoor seating because um, currently indoor seating um, is either extremely limited or not allowed. Um, mm -hmm. So that's so that's great. You, you, there's more of a busy vibe um, outside. Uh, the city feels more alive in the summer. Um, the sun doesn't go down until like 10, 10.30 at night and then becomes light again at 5.30 in the morning. It's amazing. Uh, there are a lot of summer events uh, going on. So there's Fête de la Musique or the music festival. Uh, and of course the Tour de France. You can also rent a bike and ride along the Seine or picnic at any one of the parks. Um, actually, speaking of cycling, uh, the city is actually trying to become more green. So with less cars uh, and traffic and more options for pedestrians and cyclists. Uh, cycling gained huge popularity since COVID uh, mm -hmm. with more actual um, bike lanes and routes throughout the city. It became so popular that the city even decided to even close the extremely long Rue de Rivoli. It goes from one end to the other of Paris, uh, making it only for cyclists and pedestrians. So no more cars, um, which is, it's, it's a huge deal. Yeah, and a bit less pollution. Um, mm -hmm. I think obviously people weren't probably traveling as much during COVID, so the locals are out doing it. Sounds fantastic. Like I, I really like cycling here. Um, in the UK, but I've, I've never done it abroad anywhere anywhere before, and it, it sounds great to be able to do that. I mean, I'd just go there just just to do that cycling. Oh yeah. Like said earlier, it only takes three hours. Did you say to walk? So mm -hmm. I can get across it on a bike really quickly. Go into a little cafe, have something to eat, have a little potter around. Um, it sounds fantastic, and you know, I wish I could go. I really do. Um, when you get on the green list. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess the locals can still, you know, locals might be booking those type of properties and um, and hopefully there's other countries that can travel um, yes. to, to you guys and you're going to get 
busy. I bet it's the, actually quite nice at the moment. So to, to go there, like if you're a local, because it's probably a little bit quieter and not as busy, um, which is like the most ideal time to go and, and see all the sites and stuff, isn't it? So I'm sure you'll get busier in the summer, of course, but um, yes. you know, who knows what's, what's going on, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Um, so what do you love about vacation rent, about the vacation rental industry and hosting? For hosting, I mean, I love what I do. I enjoy meeting the diverse clientele that we have, um, our repertoire of apartments, um, and that the schedule is different every day. Uh, to be even more specific, I love working with the small companies such as Welcome to France, because mm -hmm. I know each apartment by heart. Um, I personally exchange uh, emails or converse with each guest, um, which actually makes the booking process a lot easier for the guest and for myself. Um, I can also deliver that custom catered service and experience that our guests are looking and essentially paying for. And actually a huge chunk of our business comes from returning guests. So that's saying something. Um, yeah. And then from a vacation rental standpoint, having also re rented vacation homes myself, I much prefer them to hotels because of the privacy, the space, being able to cook and having it kind of feel like you're, you're home away from home. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the way um, the industry has gone, hasn't it? That people are um, more likely to book this type of property that, than a hotel. And then to have some, you know, a company like you, you guys on board that are going that extra mile to do it. Um, you know, what, what more do people want? Um, I've seen some of the apartments on, on the website and they look absolutely fantastic some of them are like so extravagant and, and I was like oh I'd love to I'd love to be in them they're so vibrant in color and I, think, <laughs> I mean you pick them right you you pick them yes. for a reason because you know your clients like them um so yeah that's great so what's your top tips for property managers and hosts to make guests feel welcome I'm sure you've got so many of them um, I would definitely say to, to know your city, um, know your apartments, converse with your guests, understand their expect, expectations and what they're looking for. I mean, it makes a world of a difference and it makes them feel safe, mm -hmm. reassured. And then there's a high chance that they will book through you again. Uh, that's uh, what you're also aiming for are returning guests. Yeah. Um, so if you go above and beyond more than just the booking process, but actually give them insider tips. They'll not only appreciate it, but also remember it. Right, yeah. And um, um, finally, what, what are you gonna get your own a holiday this year? Are you gonna have time? <laughs> I mean, you sound like, you know, you're, you're 24 seven looking after people. <laughs> so are you gonna get any time to go somewhere yourself? Oh, definitely. Um, I think I take the, the French side after that, whereas I do take my vacations very seriously. Um, so, you know, after being confined for 18 months, I'm definitely ready to travel, see my friends. But um, since the borders have just recently opened uh, in France, we are super busy. So I probably can't take my vacation until later on this fall. Oh, well, that's a shame. But I hope you obviously do get some time to go. Um, well, Alicia, thanks so much for taking the time to come um, on onto the Local Legends podcast. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and hearing your story about about Paris and France and and your summer plans. Um, I know, as I've said throughout this this podcast, I I'd, I'd love to come and visit you. 
uh, I'd love to, you to tailor a, a, <laughs> a holiday for me, probably without my children. Um, I've heard <laughs> that. It sounds better without them. <laughs> Come on my own if I could. Um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks again. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for having me, Hannah. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful summer. And um, to anyone interested in uh, coming to Paris, please feel free to contact us at info at welcome to us in the number france.com. Again, that's info at welcome to france.com.